good evening and welcome to Abide Forever. My name is Dr. Ebony Robinson and I welcome you guys back into this broadcast. We are continuing on with 52 weeks of healing and deliverance and tonight we're on week 43. I want to talk to you tonight about uh, being delivered from your feelings. It is so important that we are delivered from our feelings because our feelings are powerful. And a lot of times we as people get trapped in the realm of our emotions. And the longer you stay there, the harder it is to find your way out. But listen, it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. And so he's saying to us tonight, you've got to get out of your feelings and get out of them quickly because your feelings will put you on the path to destruction if you let them. And so tonight our prayer is, Father God, in the name of Jesus, deliver me from my feelings. Amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah. All right. So, you know what? Feelings have their place. Okay. And so I want to say at the very beginning of this, that in no way am I suggesting that we as human beings don't have a right to have feelings because that would be us denying a part of our being that God gave us, okay? And so we don't want to deny any aspect of ourselves. However, (laughs) we must know how to manage ourselves in union with the Holy Spirit. And our feelings are something that need to be managed, okay? And so I'm not saying don't have the feeling. Don't deny yourself of feeling how you feel. What I'm saying is know how to get out of your feelings, okay? Know how to be delivered from your feelings because our feelings should not drive our actions. Our feelings should not give direction to our lives. Only the Holy Spirit and the Word of God should give direction to what we do and say. And so we've got to know, hallelujah, the solution that the Lord God Almighty has given to us in Christ Jesus, our Lord, for being free and staying free from being governed by our emotions. Hallelujah. We all need to be delivered from how we feel at times, okay? Because if we're not delivered, what will happen is we will become the most miserable people on the earth. And this is not the will of God for our lives. I tell you, it is dangerous to be trapped in how you feel because what's happening when you get trapped in how you feel, whether you realize it or not, you're digging a pit. Imagine that. Hallelujah. With every moment of you embracing that feeling, whether it is by meditating on it for yourself, whether it is uh, constantly talking about it with other people, you are digging a hole. 
you are digging a pit, okay? And so the more you focus in and empower that emotion, you're digging a pit for yourself that eventually will be very hard for you to come out of, all right? Take, for example, being disgruntled, having the feeling of being disgruntled and dissatisfied. At the beginning of that thing, you might have cause for feeling how you feel, right? But if you continue to dwell on it and stay in that space, you will dig yourself a pit so deep that when your circumstances have changed, you will still have the same feelings and you will still communicate from a disgruntled place. Why? Because you have gotten yourself stuck in your feelings. But tonight the Lord says, hallelujah, that he is delivering us from our feelings. Listen to me when I say this, okay? Our feelings abide in the realm of our soul, all right? And everything that is connected to the flesh gives birth to death, all right? It gives birth to death. But the word of the Lord says that the spirit gives life. I want to read a passage of scripture to you uh, from the book of John. The word of the Lord says at verse 61, hallelujah. Hallelujah. The word of the Lord says at verse 61, uh, when Jesus knew in himself that his disciples complained about this, he said to them, does this offend you? What then if you should see the son of man ascend where he was before? It is the spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. The Lord was speaking to his disciples. They were offended because he had said to them in previous verses in the sixth chapter of John, that unless you drink my blood and eat my body, that is to feast on me, to feast on Yeshua, the Messiah. He says, unless you feast on me, you can't abide with me. Hallelujah. Scripture shows us here that they were offended in what he, by what he said. And so they had the feeling of being offended. So rather than casting off offense quickly because they knew who Jesus was and they understood, hallelujah, that he came from a divine place and that he only had their good in mind and that if he was saying that this was necessary, then it was absolutely necessary. But because they weren't spiritual minded, they were offended and their offense, this emotion that they carried in their soul, that is in their mind and their heart, drove them out from among Christ. The scriptures show us in this sixth chapter of John, hallelujah, that many of them turned away or departed from Jesus Christ on the basis of this offense. Hallelujah. Listen to me, people of God. The word of the Lord says that what? The flesh profits nothing. 
that is everything connected to my old nature that abides in the realm of my soul. It's not profitable, right? So there are things that are going to emerge as I journey through and experience life. Okay. God has authorized me, uh, to express myself. Uh, and he has given me emotions as a form, um, of expression, um, and, and information. Hallelujah. And so I'm saying this to say that because those feelings come from my old nature, I have to, uh, be very intentional in how I respond to them because the flesh profits nothing. All right. So we, as believers in Christ, we, as the ones who abide, we must cling to the word of the Lord. He says the spirit gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The word I speak to you, they are spirits and they are life. I submit to you tonight, if we're going to be delivered from our feelings. Hallelujah. We must recognize what is brewing and stewing in the realm of our soul, meaning how we feel about a thing. And then we need to hastily deal with those emotions. Listen to me. Feelings are powerful and and they're so powerful that they must be governed. Hallelujah. This year on Abide Forever, I talked about, you know, how we are very powerful spirit beings and we are very powerful human beings. And sometimes we don't give, um, the, 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 uh, the level of stock, to this power that abides in both aspects of our being. But hear me when I say this today, feelings are powerful, okay? And they abide in our in the human aspect of our being that is in our soul. And they must be governed by the higher part of our being, the superior part of who we are. And that is our spirit. What is our spirit? Our spirit is is the very life of Abba within us. Hallelujah. And so the life of Abba in me, the life of Abba in you governs your emotions, governs your soul. Hallelujah. Listen to me tonight. If you don't govern your feelings, your feelings will govern you. All right. This is not the will of God. It is not the Lord's will for how we feel to have authority over our lives. Number one, because it comes out of the soulless realm. Number two, because um, our feelings are so volatile and they're constantly changing. Anybody, any man or woman, who allows their emotions to govern their lives, I will guarantee you are unreliable. And you never know from one day to the next which way they're moving, what they're going to do, what the conversation is going to be like, how they're going to behave, how they're going to respond. Why? Because their actions are volatile because everything that they do and say hangs on their feelings. But God has called us to a higher plane 
and he says, listen, by the spirit of Abba in you, by the spirit of Yeshua, the Messiah in you, govern your emotions, govern your feelings. Don't give how you feel authority over your life. Hallelujah. People who are governed by their feelings live by the I feel, therefore I am policy. Let me say that one more time. People who govern their lives by how they feel, meaning that their feelings are in control of everything they do or say. These people live by the I feel, therefore I am policy. The problem uh, with subscribing to this school of thought is that how you feel should not define who you are. But if uh, how you feel, uh, so you are, that means that your feelings are directly connected to your identity and that ought not be so. For example, I feel lonely, therefore I am lonely. I feel sad, therefore I am. I feel overwhelmed, therefore I am. I feel depressed, therefore I am. I feel uh, like I want to quit, therefore I am a, okay? I feel, therefore I am. Listen to me, people of God. God gave us emotions, right? And so they're not bad. Emotions are really data and information. (laughs) They inform us about how um, we feel about a certain situation or circumstance, right? So for example, when Jesus said, unless you uh, feast on me, that is drink my blood and eat my body, then you have no part with me, you know, that, that, that they were offended. And so the offense that emerged in the realm of their soul was data. It was information that they didn't have what it take to fo- took to follow Christ, that they weren't really in it uh, and fully committed uh, to him, that they were not true disciples because if they were true disciples, they would have accepted his word and continued to abide. However, that feeling that emerged in the realm of their soul was ultimately a rejection of what he said because they were offended. I submit to you tonight that our emotions and our feelings are data. It's information to us about how we feel about a situation or a circumstance, but they should not define us and they should not direct our lives. Hallelujah. We have a whole lot of different uh, kinds of feelings, but our feelings should not be given the seat of authority over our being. Okay. You know, and the reason, another reason why it's so dangerous, because sometimes you can have feelings that you can't even pinpoint where they came from. So if I can have feelings, you know, let's say I feel sad, nothing has happened. You know, everything is going well in my life. 
You know what I mean? I've got the job. I've got the career. I've got the house. I've got the man. i got the dog. i got everything I could have ever wanted, but somehow I'm sad. Where is that sadness coming from? Because I can't pinpoint it, right? <clears throat> so listen to me. If I can have feelings in the realm of my soul, that I can't even pinpoint where they came from, why would I dare allow my life to be governed by my emotions? It's a dangerous posture to take. Hear me when I say this tonight, because we do sometimes have feelings and emotions that we cannot put our finger on. We cannot determine where they came from. I want you to know tonight that a lot of times those emotions in the realm of our soul come from a one of two things. One, it could be biological or hormonal, meaning something is off in my body producing a certain type of emotion in me, or it could be demonic attack, demonic oppression. Hallelujah. Meaning the satanic kingdom of darkness has initiated an emotional assault against my life. And they're banking on me coming into agreement with them. I'm saying I feel therefore I am because if I say I am what they said I feel now I'm trapped and I'm ensnared and I have empowered the lie hallelujah father God in the name of Jesus let every lie every covenant that we have made uh with the satanic kingdom of darkness that is impacting the realm of our emotions father God let it be demolished right now by the blood of Jesus Christ and the word of God. I bring the sword of the spirit against it in the power and authority of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus name, I pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Listen to me, people of God. This message is good tonight. And and we've got to be clear on these things that, you know what? Emotions have their place, but emotions inform us about you know, where we really stand. You co- So sometimes I can feel lonely, right? But that doesn't mean I am lonely. I don't have to identify with it because the data is really informing me that this set of circumstances that I have created, maybe it is not what I want or is not what I like. So I don't have to dwell in a state of being that I do not like. You know, or and sometimes it's just an argument. It's just a high thing. It's just a lie that is trying to exalt itself against the authority and your knowledge of the Lord God Almighty. Hallelujah. Either way, the Lord God tonight is saying to us, be delivered from your feelings. He said, get out of your feelings. Listen, that is some terminology that's used today. Even my kids, my, my, um, my daughter likes to say, Ma, you in your bag today, huh? <laughs> Listen, to be in your bag is to be in your feelings. We've got to get out of the bag. We've got to get out of our feelings. Hallelujah. We got to get out. And we've got to get out quickly. The word of the Lord says, the spirit gives life, but the flesh profits nothing. And so I'm bringing this thing to a close. How do we get out of our feelings? (laughs) How do we uh, 
exercise and maintain deliverance from our emotions. This aspect of our being abiding in the realm of our soul that comes forth as information to inform us about how we um, are relating to a certain situation or circumstance. How do we not uh, live lives in bondage to how we feel? Well, I submit to you tonight. Hallelujah. That the Lord God Almighty has given to us the sword of the spirit. If you will go with me to Hebrews chapter four, the Lord God has given us the sword of the spirit. And it is with the sword of the spirit. Hallelujah. That we uh, sever our ties with our feelings. It is with the sword of the spirit that we get out of our bag, so to speak, as my daughter would say. Listen to me. The fourth chapter of Hebrews verse 11 says, let us therefore be diligent to enter that rest. Lest anyone fall, um, fall according to the same example of disobedience. Verse 12 is really where I wanted to start. For the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. Watch this. Piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and joints and marrow. Watch this and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of what the heart and there is no creature hidden from him uh from his sight but all things are naked and open to the eyes of him to whom we must give account i submit to you tonight that in order to be delivered from your feelings you've got to bring down the sword of the spirit this is important because The sword of the spirit is powerful. The word of God is alive. Hallelujah. When you bring the word of God, when you speak the word of God over your life, know this, that it is alive and it is powerful and it is sharp. Hallelujah. It has an assignment and it will perform its intended assignment because our father does not miss the mark. Hallelujah. Listen to me when I say this. Hallelujah. The word of the Lord says that this mighty two-edged sword pierces to the division of what? Soul and spirit and joints and marrow. Listen to me. The word of God, this mighty sword that he has given to us comes down and it severs. Hallelujah. Or sets division between soul and spirit. That which is of the father and that which is of our flesh. Hear me, people of God tonight. If there is no severing, then we will always identify with our emotions. If there is no severing or any distinction uh, set between the word will and the way of God, 
and my emotions, then I might allow my emotions to govern my life rather than living and abiding under the higher law that God has given to me in Christ Jesus, my Lord. Hear me when I say this tonight. I must bring the sword of the spirit against every motion that enters into the realm of my soul. So when loneliness comes in, I've got to bring the word of God down. I've got to bring the sword of the spirit against it. I've got to speak life over myself. Hallelujah. So that I can sever, set distance between spirit and soul. Number one, this brings about a space of awareness, awareness of what is happening in my humanity. Hallelujah. But it is also brings forth an awareness of the authority and the power of my spirit. Hallelujah. Which is the spirit of God in me who governs my life, who governs my emotions, who governs my being. Okay. And so I bring the sword of the spirit down to set distinction. Hallelujah. And then out of my own will and my event, my volition, I side with the will of God. I side with the word of God. Hallelujah. Casting down every argument of my soul, every argument of my emotion that would present itself or exalt itself against the knowledge of God. Hallelujah. I've got to bring the word of God, the sword of the spirit against every emotion coming into the realm of my soul. Let me, let me walk. Let's walk through this. Okay. Because we we're, we're getting away from, I feel therefore I am. No, I don't feel therefore I am. I feel therefore I am informed. Hallelujah. I am informed about how I'm relating to a circumstance of my life, or I am informed about uh, there might, that there might be something going on in my body, or I am informed that there might be an uh, assault against my emotions from the satanic kingdom of darkness. However, those feelings got into the realm of my emotion when I sense it, when I acknowledge that it is there. Hallelujah. It comes forth unto me, not to govern my life, not to tell me what my identity is or to get me to identify with it, but it comes forth as information unto me. Hallelujah. Informing me of how I'm relating uh, to a situation or a circumstance in my life. So it is not, I feel, therefore I am. Never that. I am that I am. Hallelujah. Because I am in Christ. Listen, for example, let's say you messed up. All right. You messed up. You fell short of the glory of God. The Bible says all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Right? So sometimes when you sin, when you backslide, you feel like a sinner. (laughs) See that, that feeling is in the realm of my soul because I know that I slipped into a backslidden state or I chose to go into a backslidden state. But that's information. Ebony, your life is off track. Okay, but I don't identify with it. I bring the sword of the spirit against that emotion and say, okay, um, I in my life have backslidden. 
But the word of God in first John chapter eight and verse 10 says unto me, hallelujah, that if I claim to be without sin, that I deceive myself and the truth is not in me. But if I confess my sin, that God is faithful and just, and he'll forgive me and cleanse me from all unrighteousness. If I claim that I have not sinned, I make him to be out a liar and his word has no place in my life. So I don't declare that I have not sinned. I declare though, hallelujah, that his blood has washed it all away. And therefore I'm not a sinner. I am the righteous. This is how we bring the sword of the spirit. See, when the word of God comes down, it sets distinction between how you feel about what you did and what God says about you. The word of the Lord says in Isaiah chapter 43 and verse 25, I even I am he who blots out your transgressions for my own sake and remembers your sin no more. This is the Lord God Almighty speaking to us. He blots out my transgressions. He doesn't remember what I do. So how am I going to sit up here calling myself a sinner, identifying with a feeling rather than aligning to the word of God, confessing and knowing that I am the righteous of God in Christ Jesus, my Lord. We're bringing the sword of the spirit against it. Let's say, for example, maybe you say, Ebony, I'm feeling weary in my body. I'm feeling weary in my soul. I can relate. We all get weary sometimes. I have been weary. Listen, but being weary is not who I am. It does not get to become my identity. And it does not have authority over my life to shut me down. As a matter of fact, I bring the sword of the spirit against it hallelujah and knowing that according to psalm 73 chapter verse 26 my flesh and my heart may fail but god is the strength of my heart and my portion forever hallelujah listen to me i bring the sword of the spirit against my feelings of weariness against my feelings of tiredness and i declare according to second corinthians chapter 4 verses 7 through 9 but i have this treasure hallelujah in jars of clay to show that this all surpassing power is from god this all surpassing power in me is from god yeah i'm weary but this treasure in me this all surpassing power is from God and it is not from myself for I've been hard pressed on every side but not crushed perplexed but not in despair persecuted but not abandoned struck down but not destroyed listen you bring the sword of the spirit down against that emotion to set distinction by the blood of Christ and the word of God if I begin to feel anxious I don't start claiming anxiety over my life. Why? Because how I feel does not have authority to govern my life, nor does it have the authority to tell me who I am. Listen to me. It informs me about what's going on. It gives me information. But what I do is I bring the sword of the spirit against that emotion. Hallelujah. And I declare according to Psalm 94 verse 19, when anxiety was great within me, your consolation brought joy to my soul. Father God, in the name of Jesus, let your consolation bring joy to my soul. Hallelujah. I come into agreement with Psalm 142 and verse three, when my spirit grows faint within me. 
it is you who know my way. Father God, I may not be able to see my way right now. I might be feeling weary, but you know my way. Therefore, I am strengthened in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I just ask tonight that you would deliver us from our feelings. Remind us from this day forward that our emotions come forth to inform us. Hallelujah. But by the living and enduring word of God, we are able to bring down the sword of the spirit and set distinction between our soul and our spirit and allow our lives to be governed. Hallelujah. From a higher law, from the law of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ in the word of God. Hallelujah. That we will not be in bondage to how we feel, Lord Jesus. That we will not be driven to and fro by emotions. That we will not be pushed down or back by the kingdom of darkness, Father God. But that we will bring your word against every satanic assault. That we will bring your word against every emotion that comes into our soul. Thank you, Father God, that you have given us these emotions. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that you have given us this information so that we can know how we want to relate to others and to different situations in this world and how we relate to you, Father God. But more importantly, God, I thank you, Lord, that you have given us your word as a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. And tonight we hide your word in our heart, lest we sin against you. Thank you, Father God. And it is in the mighty and matchless name of Yeshua, the Messiah, I pray. Amen. Amen. And amen. This is Abide Forever. My name is Dr. Ebony Robinson. We're on 52 weeks of healing and deliverance. This was week 43. If you enjoyed this message, please share it with somebody else who wants to get out of their feelings. Y'all have a good night and until next time, be blessed.